What's going on, everybody? It's your host, Joshua J. Moskers. Welcome to the Dead Jester Productions podcast, episode number 143. We're joined today by special guest Uncle Perry. Or Perry, how are you doing today? Great. Doing great, man. Thank you for being here. We also have Klaus joining us today. As always, dude. Yeah. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. So, Perry, why don't you tell people a little bit about yourself, what you got going on? All right. I'm a uh, narrator. I call it really like kind of scare narrator is how I put it. Um, I narrate, uh, write and narrate scary stories, uh, mainly ghosts, uh, cryptids, a little bit of UFO stuff here and there, but uh, mainly ghosts and cryptids. That's what I'm more interested in. And uh, uh, yeah, that. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, mean, cryptid. But, uh, I write and produce. Cryptid, uh, it's kind of like, um, like Loch Ness Monster, Bigfoot. Um, they're like paranormal animals, I guess you could say. So are these things yeah. real? Uh, some of them are, yeah. I mean, I read a, I narrated a book recently. Uh, it's about lake monsters in the United States and Canada. And uh, there's a lot of lake monsters. I didn't even know about A lot about. of lake monsters. Damn, I was swimming in a lot of lakes, dude. They could have gotten me. <laughs> but um, like Ogopogo is, is one. Uh, Ogopogo. Like what, what, what do I need to keep on me to keep these fuckers away from me, dude? There's a lot of lakes where I live. Does well, there that's in Canada. That one's in Canada, so I think you're good. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. Uh, British BC. Yeah. How about in no Florida? We got any Florida? I mean, we got enough Florida monsters of our own, dude. But do we have any lake monsters? Like a maybe you a got massive the skunk gator. Ape. We have it's the like biggest gator ever, dude. The gator well, conda, a, maybe? How about that? They have uh, Tarpy. <laughs> uh, it's uh, Lake Tarpon in here in Pinellas County in Florida. It's uh, supposed to be, uh, I think it's, it's a 25-foot, uh, I think it's a crocodile is what it, what it turns out to be. But a crocodile isn't supposed to be this far north. They're supposed to be in the Everglades. Tarpon so Springs. Weird. Yeah, Lake Tarpon's got a tarpy. Got tarpy, dude. He's, that's pretty. Yeah. They couldn't have given him a better name than that, dude. Yeah. Tarpy. And then, that's uh, the worst name for a 25-foot dinosaur of all time. Uh, so he was just Florida a huge, the... he was oh, just a huge uh, gator or something, a huge crocodile. What's the difference? Crocodile? G- gator? I live here. I don't even know the difference, dude. Uh, St. Augustine <laughs> had the the muck monster. Um, muck monster? Is that what you said? Yeah, it's it's supposedly it's a it's a, a octopus with arms that are seventy five to hundred feet long each. So it's got a two hundred foot wingspan and uh, about eighteen inches in diameter at the base of the tentacles. Damn. And Is it that big for an octopus? That's huge. That's bigger than the giant octopus in uh, uh, Pacific Ocean. I, I mean, that's it's like twice as big as that. But Smithsonian the giant that. octopus. <clears throat> oh, the <clears throat> giant octopus of the Pacific Ocean. That's like a, they like but know where that guy lives or something. Uh, this <laughs> one's in Saint Augustine. It was this happened like in the forties, I think, nineteen forties or fifties. And, What's uh, the biggest watched... living one, dude? Do they like keep tabs on the biggest one? The biggest, what octopus? Yeah. Uh oh, the giant squid. That thing's the, huge. Yeah, right? the giant squid. The giant squid. Eh? I was trying to look Didn't up muck monster in Google, and it's just like weird, goofy creatures from TV. So I'm having a hard time finding a reliable image of what you the way you described it. The top result is like a Godzilla, like silver goo monster thing that looks 
<laughs> a goo monster, dude. Oh my god. Yeah. That... <laughs> um, there's one. It's uh, the Altamaha. It's in uh, northern Florida. It's actually in Georgia. The Altamaha doesn't have the longest eyelashes of all time, dude. <laughs> in northern Florida. <laughs> it's like a big snake, I think, is what it ends up being. Like a 25-foot snake. But still pretty big. Damn. And what, did people like... Are these in I feel zoos? Like like people and stuff them? Pretty big. What's that? What's up, Josh? Oh, I'm sorry. I, I was saying, I thought anacondas got like really big, too. It, it seems like 25-foot is like an average anaconda size. Or yeah. like a possible for anacondas, I mean. Right, yeah. Anacondas are about 25 foot. I used to have a boa constrictor as a pet. And uh, it, it was about 10 foot long as full grown. It had its own bedroom and, you know, kind of throw rabbits in there <laughs> once a month. Jeez. I'm... Yeah, dude, I don't know if I'd want that thing in my house. Could it like, is that like a risk? Like if a child like walked in there and you're like, oh shit. And he's just in there constricting a child. Killing uh, it? Yeah, a little child. Yeah, like a little. Only like a, a little child, though. Yeah, I mean, they ate uh, rabbits when he was about 10, 10 foot long. He was eating like full grown rabbits. He's 10 feet long. He can only take out a little child. Uh, I mean, he could if, 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 if it wanted to. But, uh, you know, I mean, he gets to know your scent once you pick him up and wrap him around your neck. He's like, oh, okay. I know. <laughs> you know. Like, if I was going to stand toe to toe with your snake. <laughs> you know how am I handling that? How how am I gonna do? I <laughs> uh, just don't let him bite you. It hurts. <laughs> Does he have long fangs? I thought I, I'm under the impression that constrictors don't really have big fangs for some reason. Uh, they don't have big fangs, but they're the little yeah. angled back double row of teeth in their mouth, and mm. they're more for gripping. They, but they put like a oval. Uh, they hold them in place while they constrict them. I'm going to triangle choke the fuck out of that little snake after he tries to bite me, dude. He's going to leap in. I'm going to wrap my legs around his... I think his whole body is just a neck, basically. I don't like the idea of using juice. I'm going to shred him with elbows from there, dude, while he's in my guards. Just... I want to fight your snake, Barry. Well, he's dead. (laughs) Ah, Get a new one. He died a while back. Yeah, get another. You think you're not too far, dude. I live in Tampa. Oh, me too. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Get another snake. We can, so I can wrestle it, dude. <laughs> to the death, though. Like this is gonna be to the death. Like only all, this is, you know, one man's enter, one snake enter, and only one man leaves or one snake leaves. Well, I used to wrap him around me and do like Ron Eli from you know Tarzan and kind of roll around on the floor with him, holding his neck and everything. <laughs> so you think I'd have the element of surprise? Like if I came in fierce, by the time he realized what was happening, I probably could have already done the damage I needed. Um, probably if you're fast, yeah. <laughs> I'm not that fast though. I'm pretty slow, but I'm 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 <laughs> I'm relentless though, dude. I'm like a whip, like a slow whip. <laughs> yeah, whip versus wow. snake, dude. It only took us seven minutes for you to fight, argue to fight a snake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm down, dude. Yeah. I'm down. I'd fight a snake in a controlled environment where I know like one of us is fucking gonna die, dude. I'll train for it. <laughs> dude, like a pay-per-view with something like that. Pay-per-view, dude. Guy versus snake to the death. I've you need a red room for, for that. I've been saying for ages, we need more exciting like pay-per-view events rather than just boxing and MMA. We need like actual like gladiatorial combat, you know, like old school. 
you know, oh, yeah. people fighting animals. Everyone always argues like what kind of animals they could beat in a fight. It's a perfect opportunity to try that out. It's like, could you take a, a, a coyote? Maybe. Me? I mean, you oh, probably get messed no. up. Oh, no. no? Coyote, I don't think so. Uh, coyote? I, That's just a How big is a coyote? Coyote? They're probably the size of like a lab, probably, right? Maybe a little bit bigger. Maybe bigger. Uh, oh, maybe I could take yeah, a coyote then. Yeah, they're not like a big dog. Oh, maybe I could fuck yeah. a coyote up then, dude. That's actually probably a good one. I feel like we get because they have name value there. there. I feel like there's oh, good they, name they value there. To, this is, it's like when you're up to fight, 46 like, pounds. 46 pounds? Oh, I would fuck that. That's right smaller up, than dude. I thought, actually. That's way too it's small. It's half the size yeah, of my can't. dog. <laughs> that's nothing, dude. I would toss that thing around. And that's good name value, too, because. That's like when a younger fighter fights an older fighter who's got good name value, and they're like, damn, that's a big win, but really it was just done at that point. The Coyote, I feel like yeah, He think, pulled him out of the wheelchair and beat him. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like people hear Coyote, if you're like, I beat the shit out of a Coyote, they'd be like, holy crap, not knowing this is a 45-pound animal for the biggest one, so probably like a 30-pounder average. I, I really thought they got bigger than that for some reason. I could yeah, definitely 40. take I mean, I beat my dog. I mean, he, when we first got him, he was pretty aggressive. Didn't you know? I, he got one good bite in. I wrestled him down. He's been yeah, uh, submissive ever since. <laughs> I feel like once you, if you could get it on its back, you would just obliterate the thing at that point. What Don't about be clawing it with your back paws and your stomach, probably if you're on top trying to hold him down or something. This is how I, this is what I'm picturing, dude. So I've got my, I've almost got a body triangle locked around this thing, and now I've got him. Yeah. Because I feel like face down, he's going to be able to bite at my arms and legs and stuff. If I get him face up, then I can just kind of push my forearm into his neck and then just beat the shit out of him with my other hand from there. <laughs> this is hand-to-hand, right? No weapons? Oh, yeah. obviously. That's not fair if you have a weapon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel like ground and pound is going to is gonna have to be my... I don't think I can choke it out. I don't think... I think they're too squirrely to choke out a coyote. Maybe mm-hmm. if it really goes hard... For like three minutes and it tuckers out and you can pace yourself, then maybe you could choke it out. But I think I'm gonna have to like break one of his legs or just beat this ground and pound, you know? I like dogs. Funny. This has uh, gotten off the rails very quickly. You ever fought yeah. any animals, Perry? Do what? You fight any animals? Have I fought any animals? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I punched a horse back in Kentucky oh, when I lived there. That seems like a bad yeah. idea. How'd that go? Yeah, <laughs> it, it bit me on the it bit me on the trap, and I was trying to feed it, and you know, just turned around and just knocked the shit out of it. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of like a like a hook? Uh, yeah, you know, in that big round spot on their jaw. On the but, side. I mean, you hit them with a hook. You so you just freaking right hook yeah. right through the jaw of the horse to knock it out. No, it didn't. No, yeah, like blazing saddles. <laughs> just knocking out cold, dude. Boom. No, it just oh, raised no. its head and was like jerking around, like, oh, I fucked up. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he bit me, you bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'd be, I'd be afraid to get trampled if I was looking at a horse. Dude, there's some big ass horses. You get kicked by a horse, you're gonna be in rough shape. Oh yeah. Yeah, that, that or that, like cows. Cows are murderous. Cows are murderous. Yeah, over in like where my family lives in Scotland, you, you there's what? a law where you have to have your dog on a leash because they'll when you're walking through like the countryside they'll get uh, like the sheep and stuff super aggravated and hunt and uh, like 
landowners are allowed to kill your dog on site if your dog isn't on a leash. And if you if they're if you're walking by cows, the cows will run over and like attack you and the dog because they get they get so anxious around the dogs. Oh wow, they're that aggressive. Yeah, they uh like they they're my aunt and uncle were telling me they were saying like if a cow's like rushing up on you, your best bet is to just let go of the leash and get away from your dog as best you can. Because the cow, <laughs> if you're holding onto the leash, the cow's gonna go after your dog and immediately come after you. Oh, wow. I was like, what? I'd rather not fight like a however many thousand pound animal cow. I don't know how. Yeah, that might be tough because I don't think I got much for a cow, dude. I need a weapon in that scenario. I need like a machete. Dude, you give me a machete, I think I can take a cow. They're between 1,600 and 2,400 pounds for full. Because I'm just going to kind of jump to the side of it and try to slash. Oh. Even then, it probably won't work, dude. They'll probably just destroy me. I'm getting conflicting reports, but we'll say around 1,200 pounds is, is another result I got. Still that is a, a lot more than what I weigh on a good Take day. your mother, dude. <laughs> <laughs> way out of my weight class. <laughs> yeah, no, I would never mess with a cow. That seems like a nightmare scenario. Are there any are there any wild cow creatures you know, there, Perry? Uh, there's the dog man. That's not really a cow. Um, the dog man, the man bear pig. <laughs> the dog man. That's they've got dog man in Florida, the too. Dog man? The Michigan dog man? The Michigan yeah. dog man. There's no way he's a Michigan dog man. There's oh, no Lord. way. <laughs> this is some tomfoolery. <laughs> There's no way. There's no way he's the Michigan dog man. That's too. That's too on the nose, dude. They're pulling our leg with that one. Eighteen eighty-seven. Two lumberjacks spotted the strange creature about. in Wexford County, Michigan. So it started in eighteen eighty-seven with a dog man in Michigan. 1887, dude. They were saying so much <laughs> dumb shit back then. They didn't have phone cameras. And they looked like werewolves, essentially. Which yeah, they would like, oh my god, I saw a 40-foot <laughs> bear and I shot him with my revolver dead in the eyes. No. No. These people like, were alcoholics talking about this shit, dude. They went nuts. I type in Michigan dog, man, and the, the second image down is just a picture of two people in furry costumes. The Michigan dog man, dude. I, got, I can't believe Just this. when you thought it was safe to go in the woods. And it's people dressed up as like wolves. Yeah, so it looks like a werewolf. I got a picture pulled up. Yeah. The Michigan dog man. What the hell is this? I don't believe this. I don't buy this one for a dime. <laughs> I don't buy this one for a dime. We got the bar guest as well, which is in northern England. Dog style creature. These pictures, this looks, too, dude. It this looks like more right like when, a fantasy creature. It seemed like right when you know we got 4K cameras, people stopped kind of taking pictures. Of the, like, look at this shit. The Michigan dog man. It's this horrible grainy. <laughs> like how mad you are. How do I put this on here? It's just crazy, dude. I'm like, let me see. Look at if this you right real click, werewolf. This copy thing. image link, and then you can t- you can just paste that into the chat in the call if yeah. you're trying to. I'm on a fucking piece of shit Chromebook, dude. You don't understand the limitations of this thing. It doesn't even have a right click. They gave me a Chromebook for work. I fully understand the limitations of Chromebooks. So, Perry, let me ask you this while he's, while he's doing that. Uh, how did you get into, like, all the uh, the cryptozoology and the paranormal? Um. Well, I was always a big fan of, of paranormal shows. Like, uh, I'm going to date myself a little bit, but In Search Of... 
with Leonard Nimoy back in the day and uh okay like that's incredible things like that shows that were showing just uh, weird crazy stuff and uh, uh I got into a, I, I watched a ton of YouTube videos like the ghost chaser ghost hunter kind of stories or whatever I've seen ghost um, hunters yeah. ghost yeah uh, what's the other one ghost adventures I think ghost, yeah where exactly. the guy just wants to fight ghosts all the time <laughs> <laughs> But uh, I, I always got into the the creepy, paranormal, unknown, like uh, Bermuda Triangle kind of stuff. You know, things people mm. didn't unexplain kind of stuff, you know. I see. Yeah. That always intrigued me. And uh, just I knew a lot about it before I even started writing about them. So I just kind of went with that, you know. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I... Plus, you got I a favorite monster? Uh, that's a good question. Um, <clears throat> favorite monster champ I mean, from Lake Champlain. Cause it's, it's a good excuse to go up there and get a bunch of their chocolates. Oh yeah. Uh, is that Illinois? Uh, it's, uh, Lake Champlain. I think it's, it's right near like Vermont and, uh, New York. It's yeah, like champ. right on the, uh, the border. That's another one. That's another lake monster. But between, uh, yeah, it's basically Loch Ness monster, but in Lake Champlain, it's yeah, it's literally right in between New York and Vermont. Um, and one of the interesting things they've been saying, and what I've been reading about, is they say that there are these underground caverns that connects like Loch Ness to Lake Champlain, and mm-hmm. that you notice that you never see Loch Ness monster at the same time you see Champ. You always see one or the other. So they think it's the same monster. It just moves under the ocean through these underground caverns to to the different lakes and you know things. I mean, I've never is... seen either of them, dude. <laughs> so well, the, you got a picture? Like a real like a four K picture? Of what? Champ? Either of them. Chap. Champ? Chappy? Chap or the Loch Ness monster? Uh, the Loch Ness. I mean, usually what they'll get with that is just the humps kind of undulating out of the water. Yeah, but I'm, people be saying that those are that those are uh, otters. Oh my God! Get the hell out of here with this, Josh. <laughs> what is that? What the hell is this, dude? That looks like Eddie Murphy's mouth on that thing. <laughs> yeah. Look at that for the listeners. Uh, <laughs> I posted what. It might be the worst, like, plastered dinosaur ever made. <laughs> that looks like it's at the fake dinosaur world there on I-4. Honestly, yeah. everything is fine until the face, if we're being realistic here. They it's, really it's... botched it with that face, dude. Yeah. They, they have a very human look to the face, to an extent. I don't know. Oh, is that the, the dinosaur uh, thing where all the dinosaurs are stuffed or whatever on the side of the I-4 there? Yeah, I've never been in there. I just see the, the dinosaurs on the side of I four all the time. There's like a fake. <laughs> there's like a. There's like a like a white trash Jurassic, Jurassic Park in between Tampa <laughs> and Orlando. There. It looks like called Dinosaur World. Road. Yeah, Dinosaur World. I think is oh, what it's called. I'm yeah. pulling up yeah. images of this. This is a. <laughs> I've never been there, but I just can guess that it probably they probably look like that picture you put. The. <laughs> this is. This is hilarious. Uh, oh my god, I'm gonna link one of the, these. These dinosaurs are so blown out of proportion; like their proportions are way off. This is hilarious. We have a the place not terribly far from where I live, 
called Reptile Land here in Central PA, and they have more oh. like scale dinosaurs. And it's, uh, that's cool. It's a lot more Ireland is three thousand miles away from New York, dude. <laughs> that would be a hell of a swim. How many calories? I mean, if you spend your whole life in the ocean, it's probably not as bad. <laughs> what? These like actually you're, don't you're look as bad as I thought on these pictures. Well, some of them aren't as good. That no. the one I linked was I thought was kind of weird. The proportions seemed really odd. I don't know. This one climbing but. up the tree is bizarre. <laughs> oh, this one eating another one. I need to stop linking images for oh. you because you get distracted. <laughs> you're looking okay. I was like looking on here. I was like, oh, wait, oh, they're over here on my right. Okay, I see. Oh, that. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. In, in the right, you'll see like the images we've been like. Okay, I was like, how are you all looking at these things? Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. There we go. I. I remember growing up, I watched, I was, my, uh, my parents were big into like ghost hunters, the show ghost hunters. And what are your thoughts on like these shows? Cause I feel like a lot of them are over dramatized for the sake of television. Yeah. I think they, uh, for the most part, they're they're They tell the story of it at the beginning. You know, most of them will say, here's the background of, of where we're going to be at and everything. And mm-hmm. then, uh, they kind of, kind of, I think some of the stuff is real, but I think some of it is, is a little, is a little faked. You know what I mean? They, they kind of yeah. make things happen or have somebody off camera or whatever, knocking on a wall or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Cause usually when you go ghost hunting, you don't, you usually don't get much, you know, it's maybe a sound or something like that, but these guys yeah. are getting stuff left and right. They get like crazy. so much every single time. It's like, how are they doing all that? Are they like summoning something or, you know, <laughs> Well, that's, that's the thing too, like, cause they, I, if I remember the format of that, it's been years since I've seen that show in particular, but if I remember the format, they go in, they talk to the people and the people are like, yeah, these are some examples of like the things we've had. Like we've had three or four occasions when these things have happened and they go in, they experience every single one of those things within a span of a few minutes, it seems. And, uh, I don't know. It's that. And I, I feel like when they go, they, I think that that show is the one where they, they try and go around and like disprove their own evidence, like their own recordings where they're like, Oh, this is how this could be a uh, debunked. Uh, this is like this window is creaking. Maybe that made the noise. But then I feel like a lot of times when they do that, they're like, Oh, we just can't figure out what could have caused this knocking noise. There's, there's nothing on this side, other side there's of the wall. There's no way we could debunk this. There's no way not that there, that something could have made this noise when we were in the hallway being followed by a few members of our camera crew. None of them could have gone in the other room. You're right. <laughs> yeah, it, I don't know. Then uh, then we have the other show, Ghost Adventures. Uh, my girlfriend and I watched that for a while because it was on, we'd go to visit her parents and uh, that show was on constantly on like, I don't know if it was Discovery or one of those channels. Every night it was on for like hours and we yeah, sit there travel. making fun of it the whole time because it's like, what's the host's name? Uh, Zach, Zach Baggins. Bag- Zach Baggins. Yeah, I think. Baggins. I say bad. Yeah, I I have no idea how to pronounce it. Uh, But I I love how aggressive he is. He's like, come out here. Come out and fight. (laughs) He's so aggressive. (laughs) Then something happens and he runs screaming off, you know. (laughs) Zach with no speed is Z-A-K. Is it? Uh, Yeah, that's it. Look at this guy, dude. Yeah. Yeah, this he, is the guy that's out here like, I will fight you. He every time he's like, come out and show yourself, you cowards, ghosts. And it's like, what? 
He has, he has one of the worst hats I think I've ever seen, dude. <laughs> terrible. He has the worst taste in hats. They're just all black. And they're all too big for his weird... His head, like, it's too thin at the top for hats. Oh, I see what you're saying with the hat. It's like the bowler hat, I think is what it's called. He's got that one. He's got an all-black flat brim. He just wears all-black mm-hmm. hats only. There was a, an interview we saw the of him like, uh, a while back where he's like, yeah, a lot of my girlfriends break up with me because they come over to visit and they leave all like bruised and scratched up because of ghosts. It's like way to like come up with an excuse for being abusive. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's what he said. He's like, yeah, they'd, they'd always that. get scratched and beat up, and it was because of like my the house I live in is haunted, and I bought a haunted house, but none of my girlfriends like coming over here because of the ghosts that are scratching and punching them. It's like, what the he's heck? He's Every time you say one of these shows, you say one of these shows, I look them up. All these guys have their own type of hat that they wear. Every ghost guy's got a hat. What is what is this? <laughs> what is up with this? What what other ones are you looking at here? Oh, the ones that you were talking about earlier. What was it called? Ghost. Oh, well, ghost now I'm on hunters. Zach Baggins. I gotta. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a popular thing to have a to be a hat ghost, guy. Uh, what was it? Ghost Hunters, I think, was one of the first ones too. They're they're an old one. I remember them being around for ages. Taps. I think they got canceled. They came out with like new shows where they went international or something. Then they yeah. Had, then there's Ghost Nation, which seems like it has people from Ghost Hunters. Right. Yeah. yeah they also say they split off when the 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 one guy, the the thinner guy, was uh, he got mm-hmm. Ghost Hunters, and then the the big guy, uh, I forgot his name, but uh, he got Ghost Nation. I think they kind of yes. they're doing two different shows. They got now. that. They got Ghost Hunters Academy. Dude, even on the Ghost Hunters, this guy's wearing an all-black hat. What is this? They all wearing all-black hats. Is this? A, is this? Is this? What is this? Is this a trend, dude? Well, whatever. We got to wear black if you're doing ghost hunting. I guess that's kind of a, a given. I guess so. And then at that point, you just put the hat on as well, and it's just to match it up. Dude, I want a ghost hunter that's wearing a yellow hat, dude. Just, you know, because if you're sneaking like a, around a that neon night, green jumpsuit, because <laughs> if the ghost can go, if the ghost can go in and out of walls and shit, they're gonna be able to see me if I'm wearing a black hat. You know, so I may as well wear a reflective <laughs> vest so that way Jethro doesn't blast me when I'm sneaking around the side of his trailer that I think is haunted. You know. <laughs> uh, I was gonna ask why, why is like. Why did it become popularized that ghosts are like nocturnal, like hauntings happen at night? Why is that a thing? Um, it's I think part of it is because that's when less people are out and ghosts kind of like when the ghosts stay in the attic and basements because not too many people go in the attics and basements. But those mm-hmm. are usually the most haunted places and houses. And I think it's the same way with day and night. I mean, they say if it's haunted, it's haunted. They'll you'll still get activity during the day, or you'll get it at night, either one. But I think you get more at night, and it's easier to see them because I think they're afraid of light. Whenever you shine light on them or whatever, they kind of recoil back and you know or whatever. But mm. at nighttime, when it's dark, you can you know maybe see them a little better, you know, because it's dark. I feel like that's fair to say about a lot like people. Like if I'm walking around in my house in the dark and someone shines a light in my eyes, I'm going to recoil too because it's dark. There's a light in my eye. But I get what you're saying. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess they're kind of shy or whatever, you know, but mm-hmm. some ghosts are. Yeah. I wanted to bring up something else, which was uh, shadow people. 
Oh yeah. Uh, you'd mentioned that. You'd mentioned that in the in, in Reddit when you're mentioning like things to talk about. When you the when you mentioned man? shadow people, are you, what's that? It's like the hat man. Is that what a shadow person is? He's a I think form you're right. of one. He's a form yeah. of a shadow person. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. That I was gonna say like when people are like uh, have like sleep paralysis and they have like the image of I think I think it's like an old woman sitting at the foot of their bed if I remember correctly. Yeah, like a this sounds like shit people see on Benadryl, dude. Yeah. Benadryl. I was gonna say mushrooms, but you know. Yeah, well, the, the hat tag syndrome. That and the that siren head. Remember that? That was all big a lot too long ago. Hmm. Siren head. I'm gonna Google this one. I'm not too into this <laughs> stuff. So. Siren. Um, but shadows. Yeah, there's uh, uh, there's they call them walking solids, and uh, they're kind of like shadow people. But you can't. The light won't shine through them. It's like you'll see like a black kind of silhouette. Your light just kind of. I don't know. It's hmm. weird. And then there's the other regular shadow people, which are kind of like vaporous kind of, you know, looking and you can kind of see through them a little bit. Oh, this is a great idea. I need to get uh, one of those green spandex, uh, like green man suits, you know. And uh, I have uh, I have uh, Vanta Black, which is the world's blackest paint. It absorbs like 99.999% of light. I just need to paint myself in that and I could become a shadow person. Siren head is like, is this the guy in It Follows? It kind of looks like him, but is that like a sleep paralysis thing? The siren head? Um, That's from what I understand. It was like if you're walking around in the woods and you'll see this giant thing, like, you know, 50, 60 feet tall with a, like a siren type of thing for a head. It's like walking around. Yeah, Google image. It looks, that's what it is walking around. Yeah. I mean, most of these pictures of him are in the woods. That'd be a creepy ass fucking thing to see, dude. It's a very bizarre combination of things, like a tall, skinny man, and then a siren on the head. Like, what a weird. Yeah, because you could almost see some trees looking like that if you ain't slept for a few days. You've been in the woods for a while. You start seeing shit. You know, yeah. I could almost see myself seeing a siren head. That is. You ever see any of this yes. shit, Perry? Um, I've seen a ghost when I was a kid, um, and I have, uh, I have seen when I was deer hunting in Kentucky, I saw what I think was a Bigfoot, but I just, it was more of a big shadow moving through the weeds, you know, through the brush. And I know it wasn't a deer and we didn't have any bears in the area. So it was something really big. It was moving around and I got, I hauled ass. I got out of there. It freaked me out. (laughs) Do you travel a lot for hunting? Um, I haven't hunted in a long time. Uh, That was back when I was, yeah, when I was younger, but, uh, Hmm. I do go on ghost hunts and stuff like ghost tours, ghost hunts kind of thing. Yeah. And, uh, what's a good ghost tour around here? Uh, there's one in Ebor that's supposed to, I haven't done that one yet, but that one's supposed to be pretty good. Ebor Um, ghost tour. That sounds like a good date idea, dude. And then they have the the spookyzy just open down an ebor. It's kind of a, a spooky bar kind of thing. Spookyzy. You like that area, ebor? Um, it's it's okay. I haven't been down there in a while. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was when I first kind of got to Tampa back a few years ago. It uh, it was kind of the place to hang out. You know, it's where everybody was cruising, getting drunk, and all that stuff. You know. Yeah, I like the normal people anyway. It's the normal people hang out spot. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, the castle's fun. I've been to there several times. Done a Ebor. Yeah. <laughs> I have not been there. I have uh, heard about that place, though. That's like a like a BDSM bar or something, isn't it? They do events like that, but uh, it's just more of a, like a medieval kind of... It's, it's set up like a castle on the inside, and they do like a lot of... Uh, Oh, it's like techno EDM kind of uh, stuff, kind of gothic oh, EDM. Oh, okay, kind so of they just moonlight as BDSM. Yeah, yeah, they'll do like <laughs> certain events or whatever. Well, that might be a little telling from who I've been talking to about what goes on there, but <laughs> that's why my immediate go-to, like, yeah, they do BDSM shit there, eh? <laughs> Bring your whips. <laughs> We had a the, the main ghost tour. We have like, and this is I forget how far away it is for me. Like Gettysburg, they have the Gettysburg ghost tours, and that was kind of disappointing. It was all I've got was mainly like dusty photographs. <laughs> where I'm trying to take photos, and every photo is you're walking through like an old building or something, and it's just nothing but dust floating through the air. No, you didn't see any uh, any of the little like guys walking through the woods kind of thing. No, they. What do they call them? Like the orbs? Is there another name for them? You know what I'm talking orbs. about? Orbs. Yeah, spirit okay, orbs. Okay, just orbs. Yeah. Okay. I was like, oh, maybe maybe I'll get some of these in photographs. And it's just every single photo indoors is with the flash on, and it's just it looks like I just did the LeBron James like powder up in the air before a game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just every photo, I'm like, oh, this is this is a huge waste. A lot of moisture in the air. Sounds. I like. guess. Like where I, like where I live now, they have like ghost tours, but I'm like, you can't just go out in a cornfield in the in the dark and call it a ghost tour or like a like a haunted tour or whatever. Like it's not how this works. Dude, I yeah. need to start giving ghost tours. I can't believe <laughs> I never thought of this. Dude, if I could sell a piece of shit Hyundai, I could totally convince someone that this <laughs> out of their house is haunted. Oh my god. I have fucked up. <laughs> I have fucked up greatly. Anyway, Perry, tell me about that ghost you saw as a kid. Oh, all right. Uh, let's see. Well, I was um, I was probably about eight or nine years old, and uh, it was on my when I lived on a sixty acre horse farm in Kentucky, and uh, was looking for the cat. We have a small cat, and uh, went out to the uh, barn because I heard the cat meowing towards the barn. So I went out towards the barn. And uh, saw that it was up, you know, up in the hayloft, like that open door area where the hayloft is, where you throw the hay in. And it was just, you know, meow, 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 and all this stuff. I was like, all right, fine. I crawled up there and grabbed him. And when I grabbed him, I looked towards the back because I saw like this, this like light kind of thing going on back there in the back. And there's no light back there. And uh, I looked back and it was like a, like a form. I couldn't say it was a, and it was a definite person or whatever. But the cat like jumped on me and then jumped down from there, like 15 feet or whatever it was, you know, all the way down. And uh, I was like, damn, you little shit. And then uh, look back again. And when I look back again, then I saw it was it was definitely like an old man with the like the uh, we not suspenders, but the overalls with like the blue jean overall type of thing on. And I flipped out. I mean, I was eight years old. I hadn't seen this shit before. So I was like, oh, God, jumped down from the ladder. I sprained my ankle, ran back to the house, you know, screaming for my dad. I just saw a ghost. I just saw a ghost. Of course, dad's like, you didn't see a ghost. There's no such thing as ghosts, you know. 
I'm like, come on, come on. And I went back out there to show him. And of course, when I went to show him, it was, it was gone then. So yeah, I told you there's no such thing as ghosts. I was like, okay, yeah. Okay, dad, whatever. <laughs> I know what I saw. Hmm. But, uh, oh, when I was coming back, I try to let this out. When I was coming back, uh, when I was running back, I kind of stopped halfway between the house and the barn just to kind of look back again. And I saw it floating up the hill, like the little white thing kind of float up the hill, like a little fog bank kind of thing just floated up the hill. And I was like, oh my God, you know, and just got the hell out of there. And then went and got my dad. Yeah. Well, it was kind of leaving the barn. I saw it leaving and going up the side of the hill beside the barn. And, uh. That's why I knew it was gone. He's like, come on, well, I'll show you it's not out there. And I was like, well, I saw it leave. I know it's gone now, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. Well, if it, it was chasing me, oh my God. Oh, it's not like you can shoot it. Yeah, or tackle <laughs> it. A ghost, my jujitsu got nothing for that thing. You're going to fall right through my guard. I don't <laughs> think you can go holy water on them. It might work. Here's what I want. How, how is it that yeah, ghosts are able to scratch what... people, but you can't interact with them? How does it only go one way? Wait, what? It can scratch me? Yeah, like, yeah. you always see, like, oh, the ghost, like, left a scratch mark or something on people. But, like, I don't understand how they can physically interact with things. There was that lady saying people she can't got interact raped with by a ghost, too, at one point. I remember that on the news. I guess it depends on how much energy they have, because they can, you know, like, the poltergeist, they can move things. And uh, hmm. they can uh, they can move things, and that means they can, they can touch you some way, in some form. Yeah. Um, but I guess it just depends on how much energy they have, um, have stored up and, you know, and released. If they get really mad or something, they can, if you really piss a ghost off, then they'll, they'll scratch you. So if, I'm going to throw out a weird hypothetical. Let's say a ghost is like pissed off at you for whatever reason. You shined your flashlight in its eyes and gave it a headache. And, uh, <laughs> like as it's going to scratch you, are you able to interact with it? Cause it's manifesting itself at the same time you're trying to interact with it. Like I'm, I, you got, you know what I'm trying to say? Like I'm, I'm trying to understand yeah, how they can I'm, interact with you without being able to interact with them. Yeah. Like yeah. How it's one way. I understand what you're saying. Um, I know you can feel the coldness, like the air will get real cold in that area. I've seen that a lot. Yeah. Um, I know that's, that's one way that you can kind of feel them. Um, Hair dryer. but as far as, as far as like, you know, dropping the people's elbow on them, I don't know how you do that. <laughs> you know? Sounds like I need my heat gun, dude. When I for one, I'm putting on stickers and tent and shit. I need my heat gun. I feel like the heat gun would blast that cold air, dude, and I'd fire a hole right through that motherfucker. <laughs> Maybe. I, I, like, I like that you're using like lukewarm air as like a weapon. Of <laughs> it's pretty hot, the air. It's like 200 degrees, the heat gun. Oh, you said oh. heat gun. I was, I was thinking uh, hair dryer still. I know the heat gun. I know what you're talking about. I, was I used like to use that when I was at the gun, university. Dude. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. heat gun. That's a glorified hair dryer. Yeah, we used to use those to shrink wrap stuff. Here, yeah, shrink wrapping. Mm -hmm. The thing is, yeah, like 200 degrees. Textbook, you think 200 textbooks. degrees would be enough to bore a hole in a ghost, or do I need hotter? <laughs> do I need a welder? Uh, yeah, I don't know if that would even work, really. <laughs> I might get him away from it. Is the vacuum really the defense? Like, like on that, like in Ghostbusters, is that what I need? A vacuum? What do you call them? Proton packs. <laughs> yeah, the proton pack. Is that what I need? I don't think that's real. <laughs> I don't well, how do I defend myself? It. How do I defend myself against a ghost attack? I, it, it seems like I'd be helpless. How do I prepare? I have to have holy water and splash it around, dude. That'd be. 
that doesn't I was make gonna... any sense. Some pedophiles got to bless, got to spit in the water for me to fucking keep the ghosts away. <laughs> spit in the water? <laughs> you think that's how they make holy water? <laughs> no, they do. <laughs> that's funny. But I think holy water is good. I, that, that's that'd be a, that'd be where I would start if you know, because I mean, if they're attacking you, then they're definitely evil. They're not a nice, happy, you know, happy-go-lucky ghost. They're obviously. Uh. Got, Evil intentions. Yeah, holy water squirt gun, I guess. That I, I love that your idea of holy water is basically just priest mouthwash. This is, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that <laughs> would be. Gargling it. Oh, no, here you go, kids. Drink up. Whatever Get you do a super holy soaker water. loaded with old holy water. Yeah, it's, it is I want interesting that one that like had that. I want that old school super soaker that they only made for a few years that you could dump the whole mag in one splash, though. It had like a second compartment on the bottom. Where you could get like a shotgun blast out of it. I need that because I need to be able to just quickly boom, just cover what's in front of me and then get the hell out of there. You know, I feel like in a ghost attack, your best option probably to get out of there. You know, before they call a for second. Oh, I'm trying. To, is this How the CPS two thousand? The what? <laughs> I typed in Super Soaker and the first result was CPS two thousand, which is like it a was, Super it was Soaker. Green. Uh, yeah, we had a. I didn't have a lot of super soakers as kids. I had a couple of different Nerf guns. Uh, our our go to ranged weapon of choice was pine cones. And we'd throw those at each other. <laughs> Dude, this CPS two thousand is so fucking sick, though. <laughs> you have holy I water, water. Up with my pick, dude. Look at that thing, <laughs> dude. That is the coolest water gun of all time. <laughs> what does the CPS stand for? <laughs> I'm, I like that they have to have an acronym for a child squirt gun toy. Uh, child protective services. I, I guess. <laughs> it, was, it was weird. Like, I don't understand, like, the... I guess holy water is just any water that a priest blesses, right? Yeah. Yeah. This, okay. This, I was gonna say because like I have a I have a relative that's a pastor, and I specifically remember as a child going to a uh, uh, like a baptism or whatever, and he just poured out a like a, one of those little like six ounce bottles of water into a bowl into, into a uh, styrofoam bowl, and then put his fingers in it and wiped it on the kid's head. And I was like, oh, this is a lot less ceremonious than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> I think the one that I'm talking about is called the Flash Flood. The Flash Flood Super Soaker. You could like pump it normally at the top, or you could quickly like give them a double barrel shotgun blast from the oh, bottom. Oh dang, this thing looks like a whole mag at one point. I think that's it. Looks what like you it's want. two guns it's mixed ghost. in one. Like they just put the yeah. uh, the grips together or something. Yeah, it's pretty much two guns in one. Two guns stuck yeah. together. What an odd oh, looking yeah. weapon. That's cool. <laughs> It's a water gun, dude. You expect it to look like that other one did look way cooler, though, dude. The CPS looks like a nail gun. Yeah, it does look like a nail gun to an extent. Dude, the CPS two thousand. Oh, they have a CPS three thousand. Oh, this this looks worse. (laughs) It looks worse. It hooks up to to a backpack, which is kind of interesting. That looks like crash, dude. Why the fuck did they go? They always do that. Always, it's like they made their own knockoff squirt gun off of their own product. Yeah, literally. Like this one's all self-contained. Just has a yeah. sick Rambo strap, and that's it. This other one they got, you need a whole backpack. Get the hell out of here. 
How many friends do you yeah. think I have? I do like the Robo Blaster, which appears to be just a turret. <laughs> Squirk on turret. It's a Nerf Super Soaker Robo Blaster. And it's just like a just a turret. <laughs> oh man. CPS two thousand. I had a pretty fire <laughs> uh squirt super soaker that you would like pump. Mm-hmm. And you could get the pressure super fucking high on the thing if you pump the shit out of it mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah. Fire. Like BB I was disappointed. Like looking back at like the lack of like cool toys I had is like I liked what I had. Uh, like most of what I did as a kid was like run around in the woods essentially i didn't have a lot of like cool like airsoft guns and like, and stuff. or woods folk like woods creatures like perry saw you out no um, i'd see a lot of deer and uh coyotes or coyotes as some people call them right coyotes uh, coyotes yeah no i i mean to be fair it was during the day i was not out in the woods at night I'd scare the shit out of me as a child. <laughs> Just wandering around in the dark in the woods. Yeah. Deer scampering about. Oof. Oh, yeah. Any noise you hear from wildlife is like, oh, my God, yeah. what the hell was that? Oh, uh, it'd be terrifying in it. Yeah. We did a... I wonder if I have the video somewhere. We had a cardboard cutout of... Uh, what's his name? Jeff Gordon, the NASCAR driver. I don't remember where it came from. I just remember my grandmother gave it to me when I was like four maybe four or five years old. You're in and, NASCAR. Uh, I've never watched NASCAR in my life. <laughs> I don't know why she got it for me. She just, she got this cardboard cut out of him. I was like, okay. And uh, when, when we moved, when we had woods nearby, then i made a video where it's me walking through like the woods at night with a flashlight. And I just kept, I, would, I had the Jeff Gordon cut out like behind some trees and I'd shine the light <laughs> over and be like, Oh, <laughs> it's like like it was a horror movie and then as i would pan back the motion blur would make a good point to like cut the video and then i'd splice it in with another section where i've moved the cardboard cut out to a different location and it was just me yeah. walking through the woods it's like a two minute long video of me walking through the woods and the jeff gordon cardboard cutout getting progressively closer to me every time i cut it would have been so much better with a Dale Earnhardt one, dude because he's actually dead <laughs> praise be to Dale he's in the woods of Pennsylvania <laughs> i could still do that but i've i feel like that i don't know i don't know if that People how well that do like, on YouTube what? Anyway. somebody spotted the ghost of the crate and tail earnhardt <laughs> <laughs> some traction from that i don't i think uh Correct. i think my grandparents went way overboard on the nascar thing as a kid because i liked hot wheels and i feel like a lot of kids that liked hot wheels as kids weren't really into nascar necessarily they just liked yeah. having little toy metal cars yeah, and I think my grandparents Most took that as, oh, he's huge into NASCAR. So I remember my <laughs> my grandfather, I'd go to stay at my grandfather's house, like when my mom would be like out, like with my stepdad or whatever, or like at work or whatever. If she had to work at night, I'd just stay at my grandfather's. And like I had like one of those race car beds, you know, there. He had the, um, uh, what is it, the, the wallpaper strip going along the top of the wall. That was like a NASCAR themed one. Um, what is the? guy's name i can't even remember he drove the mcdonald's car i don't even uh oh man i gotta find this up i, I went to type didn't even open the tab that doesn't work uh, dude i had a hot wheels wiener mobile i 
thing was so far. It was not Bubba Wallace. That's not who I'm. Bubba Wallace. Bill Elliott. It was Bill Elliott. That's what I'm thinking of. No, what are, yeah. God, there's so many of these guys. Yeah, two first my grandfather had like a big poster of him up in my room when I was a kid. And I'm like, I don't know anything about who this guy is. I don't know anything about NASCAR. He because I liked Dude, Hot Wheels. He was. Good... They just assumed I was super into NASCAR. Dude, this is a good one to have. Dude, Bill Elliott. Look at this guy. Number nine, baby. Dude, that car, the Coors car. Dude, that guy is sick. Dude, this guy must have... On the poster, it was a McDonald's car. This guy must have... 94. 94 McDonald's car. There you go. You got a McDonald's car, you didn't have this... That's pretty fire, too, I guess, but the Coors car is definitely the one you want. Yeah. No, it was the all-red car, not the one with, like, the black top on it or anything. It's the all-red with, like, yellow accents. Oh, uh, he has, like, a grandson that drives now, Chase Elliott. Dude, Chase is a great name for a drive for a race car driver. Chase, that's a, that good, a good first name for a race car driver. Yeah. Oh man, I have a. Uh, I actually have. I keep my my dick pills in a case. I got. It's a tin. Let me try to find it. It's a NASCAR one. If you look up number six, number six Viagra, I don't know who is driving this, but it's hard to read. It's in cursive. It's this hilarious scrunched up face guy. This is a fire tin right here, dude. The Viagra tin. It's all the women. What's his name? Mark Martin. Mark Martin, dude. That looks like what it says because it's written in cursive. Am I the one that can't read cursive well at all? Uh, apparently, you can't either. You can't see it there, but yeah, no, <laughs> well, signatures are hard to read anyway. Yeah. Mark Martin on these tins. I bet you that guy's an absolute, absolute legend. <laughs> Was he any good? He looks kind of. He actually looks a bit like he. He looks like he fought on the wrong side in the war. If you know what I'm saying. Dude. <laughs> In some of these pictures, Mark Martin looks like he might have fought on the wrong side of the war. <laughs> if you look this guy up. Uh, when did this guy race till he was 70 years old? Holy shit. Go this guy. Going back to the paranormal talk. I was going to ask you, Perry, about have you ever yeah. seen like shadow people? Like I, I, with regards to like the sleep paralysis style uh, shadow people. Like with the the old hag syndrome, where you're you sleep paralysis to the, the old hag at the foot of the bed, or the hat man, or anything like that. What's your experience been, either with those personally or like investigatively? Um, haven't really seen them myself personally. Other than uh, I have in investigations, I have gotten some uh, some dark shadowy areas in the picture that I know weren't that they wasn't there wasn't anybody there. Or there wasn't any reason for the shadow, and uh, I was like, oh, that's kind of odd. Why is that? black there you know mm-hmm. and uh i was looking over <clears throat> looking over some pictures last night that i got from different tours that i went on and uh that was one of them and i was like oh wow that's that looks like a shadow person there so i've got them in mm-hmm. pictures but i've never experienced them personally like in the bedroom or anything like that um yeah i don't want to either <laughs> i don't know it sounds like a horrible experience not being able to move and just sitting there staring at something that's terrifying yeah yeah, I mean that scared the shit out of me. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to go back to sleep. That's for damn sure. 
<laughs> yeah, that seems like the worst out of all of the paranormal related stuff. Like if aliens came down, even if they were aggressive, I'd be like, okay, this sucks, but whatever. At least I can like react to it in a way. Like if I see like a, you know, monster out in the woods or whatever, it's like, all right, I can react. I can fight back if I need to. But if I'm like sleep, par- <clears throat> excuse me, if I'm like sleep paralyzed and this shadow thing is just staring at me from like a foot away, that sounds oh, nightmarish. That would totally suck. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, oh, that would be, yeah. Yeah. I had, I had some pretty rough sleep paralysis the other day, dude. I thought the internet mm-hmm. guy was like at my place. I thought it was time for him to get there. Like. But I, for some reason, couldn't wake myself up. Really, it was like 4 a.m. But I was like, damn, come on, he's going to leave. He's going to leave. And I was trying to wake myself up and went into like a full-blown panic, thinking I was going to miss my internet <laughs> internet appointment because they never fucking come on time anyway. <laughs> I was like, god damn it, he finally showed up and you fell asleep. You dumb fuck. Get up. <laughs> that was wild. But that's about it, though. What about, oh, you like crazy. ghosts and stuff, what about goblins and ghouls? Is that kind of up your alley there, Perry? Um, they're, yeah, they're, well, they're kind of like, uh, like I just did one on, on Tommy Knockers. They're like little two-foot, no minor guys that, you know, they'll knock on the wall. Um, the Stephen King book? They could either help. Uh, that was more science fiction, but yeah, there's, it's, there, that was the same name, but it was more about science. That was science fiction. But the Tommy knockers are like, like the minor 49ers back in the old 1849. They would knock on the walls when, uh, either it would be one of two things. It would be either they're letting you know that there's a, there's a, there's a vein, like a gold vein in that area where they're knocking to help you out mm-hmm. a little bit, or they're letting you know that there's going to be a cave in and get the hell out of there. So they're not entirely malevolent. No, they're they. If you leave them food and little like offerings, kind of things, they do things for you in return. But then if you don't leave anything for them, then they'll like you know hide your pickaxe or cause a mm. cave in in the tunnel that you're in and things like that. So yeah, it could be good friend or foe, you know. But uh, those are pretty interesting. And then I did one on uh, uh, a while back. I did one on fairies, fairies and trolls um, in Ireland, and. Uh, those are those are kind of those are more malevolent, I think, than anything. Sometimes they're nice, but uh, seems like for the most part they're mean. They don't, they don't they don't like humans too much. I feel like there's a lot of crossover between a lot of these uh, creatures where they're where they're just given sort of different name not not just different names, but it like uh, you know what, like you're saying with like the here. I want to hear about these Loch Ness Australian, monster champ that sort of stuff. Like it's the same. Th- yeah. You're glossing over the Australian fairies that hate people, dude. What is going on with that? Are they ripping people to shreds in Australia? It was uh, Ireland. Ireland. Oh my god! Even better, dude. Irish fairies that are attacking people. Are these just not actual, just drunk Irishmen? Because they're a bit small, you know. Yeah, I think what it is is there's a bunch of them. There's not just one or two. There's like a hundred of them, and they like do like Gulliver's Travels on you and kind of tie you down and things like that. Tie you down, dude. Imagine, have they found anybody tied up like in the streets? And he was like, it was a pack of 
<laughs> are they big or little? Like, are they extra small? I guess Gulliver's Travels, are they so like a thousand of them will just hold you down? I like that you describe them as like a roving gang. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, if it's got to be that many to get you, dude, they just, mm. a bunch of drunk, wee! Very yeah, they're like one or two feet tall, but they're, you know, they're not teeny tiny, but they're big mm. enough that, you know, they could trip you up. And then when you fall down, they grab your arms or whatever and kind of stake you down or whatever. And, mm. I don't know. They, they're pretty mean, from what I read. They're not nice. You don't want to mess with them. Mm, kind of fun. if you leave them alone, they'll leave you alone. But then if you kind of wander into their area, then they'll kind of like warn you to get out. And if you kind of hang around longer, then they'll they'll start like throwing stuff at you and trying to shoo you away. Yeah, you don't want to like they, steal their you can't, marshmallow you can't get cereal. <laughs> you can't get nothing from them, dude. Yeah, are are they the real leprechauns? Yeah, well, that's yeah. Leprechauns are that's one of the fae. Yeah, they call them that, fae. They, so that's like a form of them. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. They're okay. they're in that same kind of classification as the uh, okay. the fae or fairies, like the fairy fairy kind of classification. You mentioned like trolls. Like, how does that fit into the fairies? Are those separate, or is that another like that? I'm uh, they're they're bigger than the the fairies, goblins uh, kind of thing. Oh, somebody just beeped. Maybe that was me. Oh, is my thing beeping? Um, they're uh, they're bigger. Um, the the trolls have a little bit more uh more power, I guess you could say, as far as like uh, psychic power kind of thing. And uh, they usually don't like humans too much at all. No matter no matter what you do, they just they just hate humans and want to screw with you all the time. Hmm. Yeah. I feel like a lot of like like trolls or fairies. Like I feel like the the name gets attributed to like mm, any sort of like grumpy creature uh, that wants to like aggravate people. You know what I mean? Like I feel like the the names are kind of attributed to a lot of different monsters. In like I'm I'm referring to like media at this point, not just in in general. Because like it, you look at like fantasy movies and things like that, and they they talk about like trolls. And they could range from these giant behemoth, like humanoid creatures, to uh, like video games where it's like a, you know, a semi-human-looking uh, thing that lives in the mountains or whatever. Like, I feel like the name itself gets attributed to a bunch of different types of creatures, as opposed to what you're referring to here, maybe. Yeah, they're supposedly they're able to change their size too. I mean, they're sp- go oh, from okay. like small to big kind of thing. Um, I was trying to find a picture of one here, but, uh, I know I got some on my computer, but I just don't, I'm trying to find one I can link to you. Uh, I feel like you hear more about them being like the 1800s and shit than nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. They're more of a, oh, here we go. Yeah. Nordic, Nordic mythology. So how come you don't hear about them as much these days, you know? They were document if they were documenting them back then, you know. I feel like we should be- we should have got something by now, dude. Somebody somebody on TikTok has to have gotten a fairy. I'm curious about like UFOs and how like the uh, was it the FBI who who was the military or like the the government the branch of government that just said like they released all that stuff earlier in the year about how they spotted a bunch of UFOs or whatever. Uh, you're not talking about Men in Black then. 
um, Area 51 or uh, let's see. It was like earlier this year, like a government agency in the U.S. here literally said like, I'll, I'll look it up here. Oh, oh, the, the, the Tic Tac UFOs. Could be. One that was going in and out of the water. Uh, it was just, cool. uh, oh, here, is this the story I was looking for? Uh, the Department of Defense testified before a House Intelligence Subcommittee uh, at the first public congressional hearing on UFOs in more than 50 years. Uh, a pair of top defense intelligence officials laid out the federal government's efforts to collect data about unidentified aerial phenomena, uh, yada, yada. So, yeah, they, the Department of Defense released a bunch of information about UFOs that they, had, they didn't understand what they were or anything like that. They had approximately 400 reports of unidentifiable objects. Yeah, with everybody having cameras on their phones now, there's everybody's being able to get stuff where they normally wouldn't have before. And uh, mm -hmm. now they're trying to explain. They, it's, they can't explain everything away now like they did with Project yeah. Blue Book. What was, um, what was it? Project what? Project Blue Book. It was a uh, thing the government came out with back in the '60s, and uh, they were they basically poo-pooed all the all the pretty much all the UFO sightings. Oh, it was swamp gas, and it was just you know you were seeing things. It was it was the moon or whatever you know, mm -hmm. and uh, it's it, they just basically poo-pooed all the sightings, and it was really dishonest because I mean a lot of them were really good sightings, and they were just like oh that's nothing, but now they're coming out, they're being a little more forward about it, and say well now we've got stuff that. We can't explain, you know, these fighter pilots are chasing these Tic Tac UFOs and they're just running circles around our, our jet fighters. And it's like, what the hell? How are we going to explain this? You know? Yeah. But uh, it's kind of cool they're coming forward with it. Are we coming out with it now, being straight up for once? <laughs> it's kind of interesting. And that, I mean, you think the government, given what they have, like, uh, like the technology that they have, they'd be able to identify more of this stuff anyway. Cause, I mean, they, they're set to announce like their latest uh, like bomber class plane, I think, this year or early next year. And you have to assume if they're announcing it to the public, they have much better equipment that they're not announcing. Oh yeah, like the TS uh, TS was it TS three B I think the triangle. Everybody sees the triangle UFO with the three lights on it. That's actually a, a government uh, airplane or you know weapon or whatever you know like a jet fighter kind of thing. It runs on mm -hmm. anti gravity. And uh, that's what you're talking about. The new stuff that they got coming out, they got stuff far beyond that. It was a reverse engineered UFO technology that they used to get the TR-3B going. I think it was TR-3B. I have to look it up. It's been a I, yeah, while. that's what I, it popped up. Uh, yeah, the, the one I was referring to before that was the, I think it was the Northrop Grumman B-21 Raider, which is like a bomber plane. It's a stealth bomber. Oh, like B2? Yeah, essentially. Uh, so this is supposed to enter service by 2026, 2027. So it's like an updated B, B2 bomber. And uh, if my assumption is like if they're announcing stuff like this, I imagine they have better stuff that they're actually testing and uh, working on. You wouldn't go out and announce like your prototype military aircraft to the world. And have people no. steal your ideas and stuff if you don't have something in the the pipeline that you're already working on. Oh yeah, they yeah they've got all kinds of things that we don't even know about. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. All this, all these cryptids and things like that are fascinating. I, I'm personally, I, I'm less interested in ghosts and things like that. I'm more interested in cryptids because I like weird creatures and things like that. 
Yeah. A, yeah, I like that. It's kind of like the the monster movie kind of thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Klaus, which which cryptid do you think you'd be able to take in a fight? Cycling back to what we were talking about at the beginning. I don't really know a lot of them, dude. But I'm <laughs> any of them that are like under four foot, and if they don't have like super wicked powers, you know, I'm pretty sure I could fuck them up, dude. Because I <laughs> like, dude, I could need. I like that you've narrowed it down to like little people. <laughs> I can I can knee pretty hard, dude. Yeah, because some of them get they get like wicked, don't they? Do they'll have like yeah. fucking five arms and shit? I couldn't take a five arm man, that's for sure. I could definitely take any of the smaller ones. It, probably the Slender Man, dude. I'm like people afraid of that motherfucker, dude. I could. He's just tall and skinny. He's lining right up, legs right together. Sweep those legs right out from under him for the double leg, <laughs> dude. Dunzo right in the mouth immediately. The Slenderman, is I'll the, take him on. Is is the Slenderman based on an actual cryptid or something? I, I'm curious about the origin of that. I have no idea. Um, it was a creepy pasta story that started uh, way back 10, 15 years ago, I think. Okay. I can't remember exactly, but it, it was a creepy pasta thing that started. It's I didn't know if really that was – I do remember that. I didn't know if that was based on an actual, like, already established, like, folktale or something like that. Yeah, it's kind of along the lines of uh, Siren Head. That's another creepy pasta. Okay. Yeah, but that guy okay. looked forty feet tall. The siren head one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I got that guy, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Slenderman is basically just a white Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> With none of the athleticism, I got I got Slenderman's ass <laughs> any day, dude. There's but, probably a bunch. Uh, I don't know. What do you think, Perry? What are some other ones I could take on that I could probably win against? Uh, you might be able to beat the rake. I'm not sure. Maybe. The rake. That sounds so familiar. This guy up. <laughs> the rake. Yeah, those guys are creepy. They're like sounds like the worst wrestling stuff. name ever. Oh, I do remember seeing this. The rake. The rake. I'm on my freaking hot spot right now. Creepy looking. Looks like a man. That is a creepy looking motherfucker, dude. That's that's a real thing too. I believe, and I think that's some kind of a form of human that's kind of mutated or something. Because there's too many videos of these guys out there. I've seen. Really, it's creepy. It's creepy. Yeah, yeah. I've seen some. Some of this is like, okay, what the hell is that? You know, and it jumps around and takes off running towards the camera and stuff. It's like, oh my god, that freaked me out. Shoot, get my gun out. Nobody bam, shot bam, bam, bam. Um, I think, no, it's, no, not really. There's, I mean, usually people see it when they're, like, walking through the woods or checking out these, you know, underground tunnels or caverns or whatever, That's you know. That's what I would definitely People walking through the woods me. unarmed. That seems like yeah, a bad idea. Sounds yeah. so... <laughs> That's what I mean, dude. That's what I'm saying. How does this guy not <laughs> uh, got shot? How is that cause this guy not got clipped yet? They're, uh, yeah, they're real fast. They can run real fast. And they run like Yeah, this guy looks like he of. would kind of just jump guard on me, like jump into my guard, you know, and then I'd... <laughs> I think, did he really... I think with those wide-ass weird shoulders he got, I'm thinking Amaplata. I'm going to break those skinny arms. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> as far as attack goes. <laughs> God. That is a freaky looking I'm... thing. I, remember, I think that would be uh, my game in, like, plan against the rake, red. though. Yeah. Go for the arms first. I would go for his arms, yeah. I would go for it. Yeah. I, he's got skinny arms and wide shoulders, so I really think I could put him in an arm bar or something. 
Probably a belly down arm bar, so we can't claw at my face the entire time with his other arm. Do they have you claws? You gotta watch the mouth. Yeah, yeah, they got claws. They do. Yeah, they got claws. They got sharp teeth too. It's hard to tell from the photos I'm looking at here because, like, the ground is like brush, like foresty brush. It's hard to tell, like, what's what. Every picture I click on gets blurrier and blurrier. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I kept thinking. And I'm like, the more I look for it, the blurrier these pictures. Get. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, every picture I click on, it gets harder to tell what I'm looking at to the point where I'm like, is this even. Is this just a grainy TV? A doorbell or something. <laughs> yeah. That'd be what it's doing in a ring doorbell. <laughs> we'll be going. I want to touch on this since we're going a little over an hour here. You you do a lot of like the voice acting for like uh you know you, you said like your stories and stuff like that. What made you decide to get into that side of things as well as just covering the uh you know the paranormal and things like that? Um. Well. Uh. Well, I, what I did before uh, COVID, of course, um, was I was working for uh, Delta Airlines as a reservation agent. And uh, about every day or every other day, I'd get somebody, and I'd take, you know, 80, 100 phone calls a day. But uh, I, about every day almost, I would get someone saying that, you know, you should be in radio or you should do voiceovers or something. You've got a great voice and all this. And I'm kind of like, okay, thank you. know, Thank you. I appreciate that. And, uh, of course, COVID hit. I wish I, I got like, calls you know, like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, People just leave me messages like, you should kill yourself. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh my God. Okay. <laughs> but uh and then uh when covid hit i just uh i just you know went full force i was like you know what? i'm gonna work for myself hell with this you know because everybody's shutting down all the jobs were shutting down and everything you couldn't get a job anywhere so i was like all right i'm just gonna start doing the whole voiceover thing hmm. and uh did some you know i joined like voices.com that's where they kind of feed you auditions and stuff you pay like 400 dollars a year or whatever and uh and i got did a bunch of auditions i mean god damn i, I must have auditioned 20 or 30 times a day for a year and uh i got ended up landing one and uh doing the narration for uh Riyadh season 2021 and in english because i guess they needed an english narration for it hmm. and it was it was kind of like a, a fair kind of thing but it was it was more more kind of crazy you could uh, jump out of a of a it was more military based i don't know it was weird but uh interesting what was um, it called uh, Riyadh season, and then the, each year they change it. Twenty twenty one was the one I did, and um, it's uh, I can't remember. It was it was like you could jump out of an airplane, get the experience of jumping out of an airplane or driving a tank into battle and stuff like this. And I was like, whoa, this is kind of cool, you know. <laughs> I'd like to do some of this. Um, but that was the only thing, and it ended up paying for my one year thing for voices. But I was like, okay, I'm out. This is this is not you know. Screw it. This ain't going really get anything that way. Um, then I started doing audiobooks um, for, you know, Amazon and Audible. And I do mainly, you know, the, the paranormal ghost story kind of thing. Um, I just did uh, this. I'm editing it right now. The uh, weird stuff in Florida. And it was talking about, you know, the different uh, cryptids and uh, lake monsters. Uh, the Treasure Coast. That's on Coast. Audible? Yeah. Yeah. Under Uncle Perry. Shit, I have a lot of them. Got about uh, 22 books, I think. Um, I did a few. I did a, I'm doing some series, so usually, I, which is kind of, I guess, good for me. But I, when I, I start out with a, uh, an author, they'll usually come back to me and say, hey, I got another book. Would you mind doing it? Yeah, sure, man. And, you know, I'll do like 
three or four or five books of the same author in a series, kind of a series of stories. Um, but like uh, coronavirus zombies was one of them I did. It was kind of fun. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, that sounds wild as fuck. Coronavirus, coronavirus zombies, dude. All right, yeah. so if you're into that shit, are the birds are the birds real? <laughs> the birds. What do you dude, mean? I heard the birds are fake. And that, that's birds. why they put them on power lines. Just birds in general. Charge up. Yeah. Oh, you mean like regular birds? Yeah, yeah, that's what he's talking about. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a, like a conspiracy theory that birds aren't real. The birds they're like aren't government real, spies. I've the shot a few of my baby guns, so I, Yeah. Yeah, I know some of them are real because I've shot them with BB guns and ate them. <laughs> Did it taste like nuts and bolts? Well, there goes that. Then. <laughs> Birds are real. Confirmed. He ate one. Kind of metallic, yeah. <laughs> A little metallic bird. You like pick pieces of like aluminum foil out of your teeth after. Where's some of the other wild ass ones? Did they say the birds are fake? The uh, Denver oh. Airport conspiracy. That's always a fun one. Where it's like oh. uh, Illuminati. Is it right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they supposedly have an underground tunnel underneath the the Denver Airport. Or the uh, the higher ups, you know, the ex- ex- elites or whatever you want to call. I think them. it's Illuminati, right? Or am I wrong about that? Um, uh, Illuminati is the one with like the eyeball and the the triangle thing. Oh, is it the Masons? I, maybe something? I don't remember. Yeah, well, I think they're they're closely related, the Masons and the Illuminati. Okay. The Denver Airport is weird either way. They have like that talking gargoyle thing. It's very, the the weird murals they have. The whole place yeah. is bizarre no matter what yeah they yeah i remember seeing pictures or video on that the murals that murals or how you pronounce it's it. yeah it's weird they have, it's like it's basically like images of like the holocaust it's it's bizarre you got like german looking guys with like assault rifles and like swords uh you got uh what are some of the other ones you have like the like all the people and like the background of the whole forest around them is like burning and shit it's, it's yeah and then like i said the the weird gargoyles are an odd aesthetic choice as well <laughs> it's like let's uh, let's make go. a nice welcoming airport to welcome people to our city let's go with <laughs> let's go with the uh, world war ii artwork and talking gargoyles yeah, dude, I'm looking some really of this weird. Sells no, this the is soul bizarre. There's like a guy getting bayoneted. This yeah, so it's weird. so weird. Like, it's, it's best case scenario. It's a terrible interior designer. <laughs> yeah, why did they do that? Who designed this? It's very colorful. <laughs> I give him that. It's so wild. Yeah. <laughs> I it, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't know that I buy in the conspiracy, but I mean, you can go and see for yourself the artwork and the the the, arc, the gargoyles and all the other aesthetic choices. It's very well, strange. Isn't, isn't NORAD not too far away from uh, Denver Airport? Seems like I remember seeing something about that. Like they were close. It is in Denver. They, they could have a tunnel connecting the two. Could be. Uh, it's in Colorado Springs. I don't know how far the way that is. Oh, that's that's yeah, that's a good ways off. That is an hour away, roughly. Oh well, that's close enough to do an underground tunnel. 
I've never stopped in Denver. I've only driven through it, so I don't really know the area. There's a nice little place not too far away called Fruita, Colorado. They've got a lot of nice uh, mountain biking trails and things like that. Get some, nice some bouldering in. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know a lot about Denver. Yeah. Oh, it was a uh, SWAT sticker on there. It's shaped like a SWAT sticker. The whole, yeah, like I said, the, all the artwork is bizarre. <laughs> well, the airport the shape, whole the whole airport shape was like a SWAT sticker from the from the thing. Yeah, I think that's what that is. I'm looking this up. Dude. It's like a Denver cool. airport aerial photo. That should give you what you want. Swastika. I don't even know how to spell swastika. A little yeah, bit. I spelled it completely incorrect because it's a pay. I see what there. you're saying. Yeah. I don't know. The whole place is weird. That's all I know. Yeah. It's a very strange yeah, airport. Weird, yeah, definitely. That one's a bit of a reach. <laughs> the swastika one. It's, That's I a bit of a reach there. I understand I why people would say one it. On but... Google Images, it's like the third one. It's so zoomed out, and then someone just drew a swastika in purple over it and there's like not there's not even a runway in this bottom part here in this right side they just continue they just drew a swastika over it like see told you that one's a like, memory but the rest i of like the idea is, too where it's like well if they added another runway then it would definitely be a swastika yeah they like, built another yeah i guess if we if we completely reorganized it it would look exactly like we intended it to look in our conspiracy no, I, I do get if you. There are some images where it, I can kind of see how it looked that way, but I don't know. I mean, if anything, if you kind of think about it, a swastika is a pretty ideal shape for an airport. I found the image you're looking it, at with the because then you get a runway facing in every direction that doesn't have any overlap. You know, mm -hmm. it is the Illuminati. Yeah. Oh, Penn State. Uh, why does Penn State have this on their website? <laughs> Yeah, is this know, airport not, secretly well a host location for the Illuminati? Interesting. I'm not well versed enough in Illuminati conspiracy. <laughs> Does your local international airport house Nazi runways, remote locations, underground bunkers, aliens, and artistic depictions of the apocalypse? While many people would, would be confused by this question, the residents of Denver, Colorado are used to the possibility. They're used to it eh, at this point. I guess. Yeah. Like, oh, we've seen that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, we've been there doing that. They're doing weird shit in our airport. We've got the best airport here in Tampa. That's for sure. Yeah. I got, uh, I saw it got, uh, what was it, like top top airport in, in the eastern side or, or something like that. I don't know. It's, yeah, it's, it's one of the top airports. Airport. It's got TSA at every gate. You never have to wait at all. It's so fire. Oh, that's that's a plus sign. Never mind. I've never had to wait yeah. in an airport. We yeah, uh, usually you go through TSA and then you find your gate. They have TSA right in front of each gate individually. Get that pre-check going on too. Cut the line. Yeah, I don't have the pre-check. I should get it. Dude. My Amex has it on there for free. Like They pay for it. But yeah. I just There's never a, feel like doing it. I just feel like waiting in line longer, I guess. There's a smaller airport near where I live. And uh, we went up there. There was no security whatsoever. We walked right in. <laughs> no one no one, no one, one stopped us. No one said we would walk right on it. And we're like, oh, 
Okay. Uh, this seems hazardous. Yeah. It sounds like the Key West yeah. airport, dude. There was like three old women <laughs> that worked there. Yeah. No, I, I, there's, we walked in and there's a door. We could just walk out onto the runway. <laughs> there's no security oh. anywhere. I was like, this seems like a, a bad idea <laughs> to say the least. Wow. They didn't have anybody guarding the, the door. The it was, runway. it was so like they're... a, it wasn't like the biggest time. It was like two in the afternoon though. So it's not like dead time, like in, in the middle of the night or something, but I, I don't know. It was, I, I was shocked. At the lack of security. (laughs) I could be like that guy that was trying to do barrel rolls while he was on the call with the air traffic control. Mm. He's like, oh, how'd that look? And then he crashed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think, didn't he crash on purpose at the end? Yeah. Or not? Yeah. I I have no interest in killing myself. So I'm not going to do that. That's good, at least. In spite of my mother's wishes. um, You know, it's not. Your mother's wishes. <laughs> <laughs> she's always loves my sister more. That's too bad for her. <laughs> yeah, literally. It's even some. Uh, I've ranted about my sister enough on the podcast. I'm not going to bring it up again. But <laughs> anyway, we're about an hour and twenty minutes in here. I don't know if there's anything else you guys want to cover before we no, I'm wrap up here. Scene. Okay. <laughs> uh, that's cool. You got into UFOs because I I didn't think we were going to go there, but that's that's one of my favorite subjects too. It's just the whole. Uh, I think they're out there. They're already actually they're here. I think they're under the ocean personally. Um, that's why we don't see them that often. Um, but uh, pretty soon the government's going to come come clean with it and say, okay, all right, we're, we're lying to you. You know, um, you know the UFOs are real. The moon is actually an alien base. And we just want to tell you all about it. You know, and um, you know, I just I think this it, this kind of in my lifetime, I'll definitely will know if the aliens are real. They're going to admit to it. Look, I mean, they won't have a choice, you know, people, they'll be out in with everybody else, you know? Yeah. I mean, the size of the universe, I have to imagine there's aliens out there. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. know that they look like the little gray men with the giant bulbous eyes, but who knows? Yeah. Well, there's those in the, get behind. the reptilians. The reptilians are the ones we got to watch out for. Those are the mean ones. The ones that live on the ground. Is that what you're talking about? Raiders. Oh, well, they're like, yeah, they're like reptile slash human kind of mesh kind of thing, like a swamp man kind of thing or swamp. Yeah. Swamp man kind of stuff. Hmm. But uh, yeah, they, they don't like humans. They just, they just want to take us over, make us their slaves and, you know, us do their bidding kind of thing. Cause they're greater I, than us. <laughs> I, I hope that happens just so we can see the news where people are like, well, you know what? We should respect them. And <laughs> And their identity of wanting to take us over. <laughs> if we be nice to them, they'll be nice to us. Oh, yeah. bullshit. <laughs> uh, honestly, we should be more open-minded about what they want. <laughs> <laughs> what are their needs? <laughs> well, they want to eat humans. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I'm not sure. Uh, that would make sense. They have the blood. <laughs> they have the slitted eyes and the scales and everything. So I would think, yeah, they probably got cold blood too mm. yeah i don't know it so many exciting different odds and ends creatures all over the place it's it's fascinating it's it's fun to, even the ridiculous ones not that i have any on the top of my head i can think of but like you're always going to see weird ones online it's just like well i think that's pretty ridiculous but it's entertaining to read especially like the long like not long but like the short stories people will write about ones 
it's fun like getting into like the lore of that sort of thing and even if you don't believe in it necessarily it's like oh this is a cool little thing i'm glad people latch onto it and add their own little bits of lore and backstory and stuff to it to really like flesh out the character of it yeah yeah that's uh I, I like that. That's like the YouTube videos. Uh, some of them are um, like there's some Russian ghost hunter guys. They bring their screen on at the very beginning and say, you know, this is for entertainment purposes only, meaning that it's not real. It's not, you yeah. know, but it's still very entertaining when you watch some of the stuff that you know happens. Even if they're faking it, it's like, wow, how are they doing that? How are they making that armoire turn over? You know, if he's not even near it, you know. Yeah, I uh, like. I. That's what I liked about the original Paranormal Activity movie. Like, I, I, oh yeah, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure you've seen it. Yeah, like I, I liked how they did that film. I don't think they need to make however many more they made. <laughs> but uh, eight, I think, is where we're at now. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I've seen them all, but yeah, I, I love the whole uh, uh, what do they call it um, uh, POV kind of stuff. You know, is it's interesting. Like, I like the camera trickery that they use and the way they. You know they rig it up and everything. It's it's super cool, and like I I liked the super slow build up to like I mean it's I don't know how far in the movie you get before stuff actually even happens and it's just like pans falling down or something, but I love the super slow build up and how they use the camera trickery to make that stuff happen. And then uh, yeah I I I don't I think I watched the second one maybe too, and then they kept coming out with it. I was like, I think I've seen enough. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they use different stories for each one. Each, it's, I mean, it's the same kind of format, you know, with the POV and all the camera angles and everything, but uh, it's like a different set of people and everything. Yeah. There's that, and then uh, Insidious. I liked the first Insidious movie until the final, like, 20 minutes. I, I think the problem I have with some films is, like, I like it when it's very grounded. You know, you're maybe you might be seeing, like, the ghosts or whatever, like the creature or whatever it is people are interacting with in the film. But it's it's short and like uh, it's not over the top. At the end of Insidious, he goes into like a different dimension and faces off against like essentially the devil or like a demon thing. And I was like, oh, I could have could have gone without this. Like I could have gone with just like the the possessed child and like the haunted house style of it. Yeah, they had to sensationalize a little bit, you know. Yeah, I mean, it, I would have been fine with it if the entire movie was like that, like the end part where there's an alternate dimension thing going on. Like, that would have been fine. I think it's because it was so uh, much, it was just such a different tone from the rest of the film. It was it was just kind of off-putting. Because the rest yeah. of it was like, it was basically just like, oh, like there's a scene where like this demon is like in the painting behind him for half a second, you know? It's like a couple frames. And like, there's another one where like there's a, a form walking back and forth outside the woman's window. And then all of a sudden the, the shadow is like in the room with her and it's like, Oh, that's creepy. But you know, it's, it's very quick. It's short. And then it's over with, it's not like, like I said, like 20 minutes of him in an alternate universe thing. I think he's like uh hypnotized or something. I forget how they, they lead up to it, but it's like, oh, it's, man. it's very jarring compared to the rest of the film where it's more nuanced haunting sort of stuff. What do you think about, I know we're running a long time, but uh, what do you think about Mandela effects? I think that's interesting. I feel like too, like a lot of that is, is where like uh, the Bernstein bears, like yeah. that's a, that's a go-to one. There's people, I've seen pictures where people hold up the books where it's spelled differently, which is kind of strange. 
I saw a video right. where the guy had the Berenstein Bears, and uh, he went into this in his his, his daughter's bedroom. And he was showing the the Berenstein Bears like the name on it, the title, and the the yeah. name would change to the other one when he went into her room, and he would come back out, yeah. he would change back to the other one. I was like, whoa, it's like a portal kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think that and the like Jif Jif peanut butter. I remember Jiffy peanut butter back in the back in the day. Um, Jiffy oh, peanut butter. Jiffy, yeah, yeah, but now it's just Jif. Um, I'm trying to think of some of them. There's a whole bunch of really good ones. It's like, man, what the hell is going on here? (laughs) I, you know, it's probably like the, the CERN hydro collider or whatever it is over there. I think they're opening up different dimensions and we're kind of crossing over. I kind of wish everyone got a say in whether or not they got to try and make black holes. (laughs) (laughs) Seems a little unfair that a few small, like just a handful of people get to make a decision that could impact everyone. Like, we're just going to make a black hole here on Earth and see what happens. <laughs> it's like that. seems like that could become a huge problem for everyone very quickly. Um, oh, Curious George having a tail. I always remember him having a tail, but he doesn't have a tail now. I mean, he's a monkey. It would make sense if he had a tail. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I remember him having like a little hook tail, you know. Hmm. But, yeah. And then uh, it started from uh, Nelson Mandela because a lot of people remember him dying, dying in, in prison the, in the 80s. Yeah. And he was still alive not too long ago. Or if he still is or not, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure he died. Yeah, he died uh, in like 2016, I think. 2013, maybe. 2013, uh, I think. December 5th, 2013. Yeah, here we go. And the Monopoly Man doesn't have a mon- monocle. Uh, I have seen that one. I don't remember him ever having a monocle. He now he does just, have one, or uh, he does not have a monocle. I don't remember him ever having one. I remember the peanut having a monocle. Yeah, yeah, I remember the uh, of oh, what was it? Uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. I don't know if y'all seen that movie or not. It's an mm-hmm. old one. Anyway, uh, the had one of the guys, I guess the bad guys or whatever. He had a monocle on, and. Uh, uh, Jim Carrey said, you know, oh, you're the Monopoly man. That was kind of one of the little kind of, whoa, kind of what happened there? You know, he's not supposed to have Monocle. Which the Matrix. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Pikachu doesn't have a tail. I think it's Pikachu doesn't have like the black stripe in the tail or something, right? Uh, what is this? Oh, yeah, it's yellow. Oh, it's, it's a black yellow. tip at the end of the tail, I think is what they were talking about. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. A Kit Kat uh, bar not having a hyphen. I don't remember one way or another. I thought it had a hyphen, yeah. I have no idea. I I don't look at Kit Kat bars enough to know that one. Looney Tunes. I don't. Oh, oh, it's T U N E S apparently. Yeah, instead of what T O N E or T O O N E S or something like that. T O O N S. Oh yeah. There's one for the Flintstones, but I can't tell the difference between these two pictures. (laughs) Yeah, the the Mandela effect is interesting because there's a lot of them. I I cannot figure out what the Flintstones one is supposed to be. Uh, 
Oh, the flint stones or the flint stones. I see. Oh, flint stones and flint stones. Yeah. I was looking at them like I can't tell the difference between these two pictures. Wait, it's now the flint stones. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude, they're fucking with me at this point. I'm so. It here makes on sense this to point. be the flint stones though, because it's a type of rock. That one makes sense to There's me. There's no way that's what it was, dude. There's no I, way I that's tell you what it way. was. There's no way. No way. I don't know. It's, it is strange. The Mandela effect is super interesting because there's so many weird ones where there's, there's so many people on either side of a lot of these where it's like, oh, I don't remember that. It's like, oh, I definitely remember that. And then just, I don't know. It's it's fascinating. Yeah, it's like some don't affect people and some do. It's it's kind of weird, yeah. But then you have the modern day equivalent of the Mandela effect where it's, is it a, a black and blue dress or white and gold? And I'm like, ah, oh, these people just have different display settings on their phones <laughs> <laughs> or false memories is what everybody's remembering. Oh, I know a good one. Uh, the, um, this isn't on the list here. Um, is the, the tin man on uh, wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. He has a handgun now. What? Handgun? I never remember the tin man. Yeah. I never remember the tin man. What having a handgun. Oh, wait a minute. That I think I do remember them having a, he had a pistol at one point actually. Yeah, I can't remember that. Maybe that was. Where the heck was, did he get a handgun from? <laughs> I feel like I do remember him having a pistol, like when they're they were going into what part were they doing that? He had like an axe and a pistol. I feel like. Oh, the scarecrow has a a revolver. I'm seeing scarecrow. Yeah, somebody it's, had a pistol. I thought. Yeah, it's it, the one popping up for me is the scarecrow. Wizard of Oz is pretty fire, dude. That's a throwback one from for being made in like the twenties or whenever the hell it came out. Hmm. <laughs> that, yeah, I, I've only ever seen that movie like once, probably. I have no memory of that, so I wouldn't have been able to tell you if he had a handgun at the time or not. It's pretty fire. Um, I there's pictures like of two or three years ago, so maybe that's why I'm thinking he had the handgun because I saw it in the past five years. Hmm. What a weird thing to add to that movie. Yeah, yeah, for a kid's yeah, movie. Strong man, goddamn handgun. All right, we've got a, a cowardly lion. We've got a tin man, a girl with a dog in a basket, and a scarecrow. Also, the scarecrow has a firearm. <laughs> 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 like, what a weird thing to throw into that film. It's like that's the only modern like uh, item in that. I have to imagine, right? Because everyone else is using like magic or whatever. You have the flying monkeys and whatever. For him to have like a handgun is. Bizarre. That was another one. Fly my pretties. I think was that was the, one of the other Mandela effects from there. She said, "I forgot. I, I, have, I don't have it in front of me, but I, I always thought she said, fly my pretties.' Talking about the flying monkeys to fly after everybody, mm. and that she has actually said something else, fly after them or something like that is what they actually say. Is what I don't remember that. Hmm. Oh, here we go. Uh, da, 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 da. Interesting. Yeah, it says fly my pretties, fly, fly. And then people have linked to it and saying it was just fly, fly, fly. She doesn't say my pretties. Interesting. Hmm. It's pretty trippy. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure Very what strange. it is. Other than it's, it, I think it's just examples of alternate universes, you know. 
alternate dimensions that are kind of creeping through, kind of crossing over. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, um, dude. I could, I could get behind that. There's a lot of interesting things to look into for that. Awesome. Well, we're a little over an hour and a half here. We went a bit long. Okay. Uh, Klaus has to has to head out here as well. But You're, before uh, we wrap up, why don't you tell people where they can go and check out all your stuff? Okay. Uh, on the podcast, it's uh, Uncle Perry's Tales of the Paranormal. Stay creepy. That's my little tagline. Um, <laughs> and then, um, and then on the YouTube, I have a YouTube channel just under Uncle Perry. And I do basically the same thing. Um, only I add a little bit of my own kind of commentary, smart ass commentary in the end of the mix a little bit. Whereas the podcast is just a straight up story. Mm-hmm. And um, let's see. And then um, I'm on, of course, uh, Uncle Perry on uh, Amazon or Audible. I audio, do audio books. And it's mainly paranormal books. I do some country western adventures just because the accent kind of works pretty well with it. And uh, yeah, that's mainly about it right now. <laughs> and I also play music. I play bass and sing, but I'm not really nice. doing too much on that. I don't have time for it. <laughs> Awesome. And then, Klaus, you were also here. Thank you for... Yep. I was yeah, here. That's me, Klaus. That's me. Yeah, thank you for only. promoting all your stuff that you've got going on right now. <laughs> of course, dude. The one and only. The wild man. <laughs> the guy who shows up sometimes. <laughs> the man on the couch, well, thank you so much, both of you guys, for showing up. I appreciate it. This is a fun. This is really fun. I enjoyed talking about this. Yeah, me too. So, That's great. I had a good time. Always fascinating stuff. Thank you guys so much for, for coming. Peace. And thank you, everyone, for listening. I appreciate it. It's been episode 143 of the Digest Productions podcast. You can check out digesterproductions.live. It's got all of our links on there. And uh, we'll see you all next time. See ya. Peace. See ya.